There has not been a ton of news with regards to Syracuse basketball recruiting in terms of landing a commitment, but there are some names in the mix for Syracuse basketball in the class of 2024, the class of 2025, and it's all going down. EYBL stuff has been massive in terms of Syracuse basketball recruiting. There's a ton of guys to keep an eye on. So let's get a little bit of a recruiting update here on your Locked On Syracuse Tuesday. Let's get the ball rolling. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up? What's happening? Welcome into your Tuesday episode of Lockdown Syracuse. And thank you so much for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today and every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Owen Valentine, breaking down a little bit of Syracuse basketball recruiting. It's a state of recruiting right now type of episode. There have not been any major commitments in the last couple of weeks. And so today we just take a look at what's going on in terms of the guys that Syracuse have offered uh, or has offered and and take a look at what they're up to, how things are going, and just sort of uh, taking a look at where these outstanding offers exist at this point in time. At this point, I'm not really talking 2023 a ton. Uh, We've talked about the portal. We've talked about some guys that, that possibly could be in the mix for Syracuse in terms of Musa Cisse. Ooh, uh, Nahid McLeod as well in terms of some of those names where we've seen Syracuse has reached out to these players in the transfer portal, uh, but we have not heard really any follow-up in that regard. So Syracuse still on the hunt for a center, but that's not so much what today's episode is about. Today's episode is going to be taking a look a little bit further yonder on the horizon, taking a look towards the 2024s and this unforeseen situation the 2025s which which feels crazy to to be getting into that conversation but it is time to start the conversation of the class of 2025 uh in terms of recruiting in high school basketball uh let's start with the class of 24 so right now syracuse per 24 7 has the number 19th ranked class in the 2024 class of uh, recruits for basketball, right? With the lone recruit being Elijah Moore, uh, four-star guy, 104th in the nation per 24-7. But when you look at their composite, uh, he is 60, or he's 66th per 24-7 outside, just dropped outside of, outside of the top 100 per the composite. I think that's the wrong direction. I mean, he has been outstanding, shoots the ball well, creates for himself, seems like he makes good decisions. Uh, And and so that's something that I think the more you look at it, you're going to see this guy going back in the direction towards the the higher seeding and not fading at this point in time. But that is the lone commitment in your class of 2024. And I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm saying that's a really good start. And you looked at the timetable of, right, the six commits that came in in the 2022 class. Uh, they all, you know, at this point in time, a lot of them were still up in the air. 
Uh, so it's not a worrisome situation at this point by any means. Uh, I'm just saying that is the only name in the class of 2024 for Syracuse. When you look at like, I mean, Judah Mintz committed uh, in March of 2022 as a class of 2022, right? You saw that a guy in, in Justin Taylor committed in June, late June, around this time uh, when it came time to committing. Uh, Quidier Copeland, when you look at him, when did he commit? In August of this year. So we're not in panic time by any means, uh, but that is uh, the time where it is. Uh, October, no, November for Malik Brown uh, of this year. Peter Carey, I believe, was a little bit earlier than that. Hey, he's in ooh, September. Uh, Chris Bell, let's take a look just to get them all. Uh, I don't even know when Chris Bell committed, in all honesty. Uh, that one is not on the 24-7 website. But at this point in time, uh, in 2021, technically, when you're looking at the 2022 guys, none of the six commits that you had in that class had committed. So when we look at the 24s, uh, there is some time uh, before you, you start to question what Syracuse needs to do. And it's not like Syracuse is missing out a ton because these guys are committing. They're all just you know, up in the air, still in limbo, still trying to figure some things out. Um, the big name, and we discussed this multiple times on the show when that 2024 class, and the most likely guy to end up at Syracuse right now, courtesy of a few crystal balls, courtesy of a few predictions from, uh, oh boy, was it from Rivals, I believe, might have put two predictions out. Donnie Freeman is the most likely player at this point in time to join Elijah Moore in that 2024 class. The four-star power forward from St. John's, former team takeover, not former, uh, plays for team takeover at this point in time. Um, if you follow uh, Mike McAllister, put together a really, really good article uh, over at si.com for Syracuse and and how players did in the EYCL or the EYBL um for this season. So the Nike EYBL was in Phoenix this past weekend. Uh, and when you look at what Donnie Freeman did, uh, almost 10 points a game with team takeover, uh, five rebounds a game, shot about 60% from the floor and was one for five from three in that. Donnie Freeman is, is a guy that you want, a guy that's versatile, can explode, uh, really, really good player. That's the most likely guy to join this class. But uh, some other names in the mix as well. Recently, Mikey Lewis, the four-star point guard we discussed a little bit last week, uh, plays in Denver, is a California native. Uh, Syracuse reached out to him last week and extended an offer. Um, Jalil Bethea is a guy that they have offered. I don't know how things will go in that regard, but they did offer Jalil Bethea. Uh, I think he's got a lot of offers. And he's a guy that you'd want, right? 6'4 shooting guard, four-star guy, top 100 player. Uh, I'm not so sure that he wants Syracuse uh, based on what I've seen. And hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, in terms of the offers, Syracuse is amongst the best there, very much so. Uh, you got a West Virginia, a Villanova in there, Seton Hall, but Pitt is in there, Miami. I mean, there are a lot of lower-level offers on that sheet. Jalil Bethea, 
I don't know. We'll see what happens with Bethea at this point in time. Um, but what else you got brewing in terms of that 24 class? Uh, Patrick Nagongba uh, is another name that has recently uh, been brought to Syracuse's attention. I believe they offered him last week as well. Uh, four-star center from Fairfax, Virginia. Really good player. I honestly, I haven't watched a ton yet, um, but uh, he's phenomenal uh, from what I've seen. 6'10", 215. He is the number 12 center in the class. He's number 67 in the country uh, per the composite at 24-7. Really good player. I haven't watched a ton on him yet. He has visited Kansas State. Uh, He has not visited anyone else that I've seen. Uh, UCLA is in the mix here. Syracuse is in the mix here. Georgetown is in a mix here. Georgetown's been doing well recruiting-wise lately. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. But the most one of the most recent offers in that 2024 class goes to Patrick Ngongba. Uh, and a guy that, honestly, it's mm, – I guess this is what the coaching staff was talking to him about uh, when they met with him last week is Rakeem Christmas. And he's got that sort of very, very mobile center feel to him, can put the ball on the floor a little bit, uh, can get out and move, can run a little bit, can get the ball on the perimeter, very good cutter from what I've seen. Uh, And he's got that more four slash five skill set that I think is really valuable in today's game. We'll break it down a little bit more after a quick break here. Um, But uh, I, I like what I see out of him. But let's take a quick break. Let's talk a little bit about FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, it's right now. If you want to make a break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs, you can. Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, uh, last night, I told you uh, to take the Phoenix Suns money line. Oof, I forgot to check if it even hit. I'm sorry. This is very unprofessional of me, but right now we're doing it. It wasn't even close. They didn't cover the spread. So I'm not going to give you a bet today because I don't want you to lose money. Uh, I will tell you to bet whatever you want to bet, and that is the fun of FanDuel. Promos every day. It's safe and secure. And when you win, when you're not like me, when you win some bets, you can get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right. We're talking a little bit of recruiting. This is a very general recruiting episode. Uh, we're not getting into too many specific players. Just taking a sort of state at Sar- or a look at the state of Syracuse's outstanding offers. Uh, so I was talking a little bit about Patrick Ngongba and how I, I like that that skill set that he's got and the style of play that I think a lot of people foresee him being able to do and play at the next level in terms of being a guy that is going to be a little bit more mobile than your traditional big and that true big that you know we talk about all the time Syracuse hasn't seen in so long. Uh, Ngongba's not that. I will put that out there. He's not a traditional necessarily back you down type big. He can, he's got post moves if he needs them, but he's a lot more mobile than that. And I think that comes with the explosivity, 
the speed, the agility that he's got uh, really, really effectively for a guy that's 6'10". Uh, he plays at Paul VI. Uh, he plays with pretty good talent surrounding him uh, over there as well. He's a good player. Uh, I love seeing this offer last week um, because I think he, he's got a lot in terms of potential. He shot 100% from three in the EYBL in Phoenix this past weekend, 90% from the floor, averaging 11.3 per game, 5.8 rebounds per game. Shot 90% from the floor this weekend. It's outstanding. Do I even have to ask where he plays his travel ball or his AAU ball? Do I need to ask that question? No. You guys know exactly where he plays. It's the Brendan Strawn connection. It's the Adrian Autry connection. He plays a team takeover. And team takeover is not necessarily just yet the pipeline to Syracuse. But Team Takeover seems to be right now a pipeline to conversations with Syracuse and the pipeline to an offer and maybe a visit and some conversations with the Syracuse basketball coaching staff. And that's what you want at this point in time, in all honesty, is you want to get guys involved in these conversations. And I think that's one of Adrian Autry's strongest things is he gets these players and whether that's, you know, him p- combined with Strawn and, and being, you know, pretty close to them and recently removed from team takeover, it's going a long way in getting you in the door. When you're in the door, a lot can go your way. And so opening that door, having these conversations has been very, very effective. Uh, there's actually a third team takeover guy that Syracuse has extended an offer to Caleb Williams, four star He's sort of a combo, not a combo guard necessarily, but a combo guard slash small forward uh, can play both spots. Um, He's also a team takeover out of Washington, D.C. I don't know a ton about him, uh, but he is the third on that list. Uh, And you look at him averaging about six points a game, 3.3 rebounds, one and a half assists uh, this past weekend. Uh, did not shoot all too effectively, 28% from the field, 0% from three. I do not have the sample size on that 0% from three. Um, but a four-star guy, uh, decent player. Uh, let me pull up his, what's it called? His 24-7 page uh, as I talk and filibuster a little bit. But the third name at this point in time, from Team Takeover to to have Syracuse reach out. He is 132 in the three-star and 24-7s rankings. He is 96 and a four-star in the 24-7 composite rankings. Uh, The number 17 power forward. Uh, He is notably listed as warm towards Maryland right now. I don't know how much that means, but something worth noting. Uh, That's sort of where, where things go at this point in time, when you look at the 2024s. A couple of other names in the 2024 class that I didn't really mention. Thomas Sorber, uh, four-star center out of Archbishop Ryan, uh, plays in Pennsylvania. Boogie Flond, uh, the the biggest name that Syracuse has in terms of offers in this class. Five-star combo guard out of White Plains, New York. Everyone wants him. Everyone wants him. 
I don't think Syracuse is in the mix right now. It seems like that offer sheet that uh, the the way of the recruiting for him right now is taking him to a higher program than Syracuse is at this point in time. My prediction. Hopefully I'm wrong. Love to see him play here. Uh, but we'll see what happens with that. All right, we broke down the 24s. Why not take a peek at the 2025s? This is, you're going to get an incredibly raw reaction out of me. We know that the 2025s, if there's a name that you're familiar with, it has to do with Kyan Anthony. Uh, Carmelo's son, Syracuse, offered him uh, during football season when he and Carmelo uh, were at a game. I don't know. Was that the Florida State game? I forget what it was. Uh, whatever it was, Syracuse got absolutely torched. Uh, but it was cool seeing some highlights this weekend uh, because he hit a game winner with under a minute left to uh, to put – I forget where he played. Oh, he t- plays for Team Mello. Duh. Um, to put Team Mello up in front of Carmelo, it was pretty cool. Uh, and they ended up winning that game. It's fun to see. And it's it's cool to see a kid that I think you know who he is, right? You know who dad is. But it seems like a kid that wants to start his own legacy and do his own thing. And I think he's got the ability to do that without question. The question is, uh, does he feel that he can do his own thing and do that at Syracuse? Because I will be completely honest. I understand that it's pretty difficult to follow in the shoes of the man who brought Syracuse its only national title in program history. Those are big shoes to fill, without question. It's hard to do. And I think I would understand if he decided that he wants to start his own legacy somewhere else and not have to walk in with the five to 10,000 pound weight on your shoulders of knowing that Carmelo did what he did in his year in central New York. But I'd also very much enjoy seeing some things uh, that he would come here. And I think that would be really cool to be able to come in here, your own thing in Syracuse, do your own good, do your own in terms of basketball success. And if you get up to the mellow category, incredible. But if not, it would be awesome to see him do things here uh, and continue that tradition. Because I know Carmelo's got good things to say about Syracuse. How could you not have good things to say about Syracuse after the year that he spent here? Uh, If you missed it, Syracuse.com's Will to Win documentary. Watch that. Listen to Mello talk about how much fun he had in Syracuse while he was here. It's a fun listen. Uh, Turning Stone visits, Marshall Street visits, downtown Syracuse visits. Fun. He had a good time. Uh, And I I think Kyan can do the same thing here. We'll see. That's the lone, uh, probably the most likely name that you know in these 2025 offers. Syracuse has offered Darren Peterson, the number four player in the country, five-star shooting guard. They have offered Jerry Easter, four-star shooting guard, number 37 in the country. They've offered A.J. White, uh, Ifiosa Longu, both of whom are unranked at this point in time. Uh, right, These 2025 rankings are still a little bit raw. Uh, if you remember, 
when Dior Johnson committed to Syracuse, he was what, a top 10 player in the country, and he finished outside the top 100. So at this point in time, looking this far ahead, uh, these rankings do not mean a ton. They mean a lot, but they are by no means binding. And the last offer per 24-7's metrics right now is Darius Adams uh, from New Jersey, a combo guard, five-star, number 21 player in the nation at 6'3", 150. That's the state of recruiting right now. Those are the lingering offers. Maybe there's a few more not listed on 24-7 site that I might have missed. Uh, if there's a player that you want me to go into more depth about, uh, maybe someone who I said I admittedly haven't seen a ton of film on just yet, let me know in the comments. Let me know on Twitter, at LO underscore Syracuse. Uh, and I'll take a look. I'll, I'll deep dive as much as I can. I'll find what I can uh, and come back with a little bit more to say. Um, but I do like to try and save those deep dives for those players that are a little bit more likely to come to Syracuse. Uh, so we'll see. I'll give them a shout out. Uh, a couple of these offers, uh, my boy MNL tonight over on YouTube, did a little video on them worth checking out, uh, breaking down a couple of Syracuse's most recent offers, uh, and their play style with a little bit of highlights over there. Uh, so feel free to check that out. If you're looking for a little bit more on any of those guys. Uh, but that'll do it. I think for today, just about uh, a little bit of a shorter episode today, getting it out this afternoon. I'm sorry. Hopefully tomorrow we'll be back on track, but I said that last week and I am not back on track, uh, but I'm trying to get episodes out. So bear with me. I appreciate you. you battling through hitting some weirdly timed episodes, but I am trying my darndest to get you an episode every single day. Uh, and I hope you're enjoying it. If I missed a content, if I missed uh, something that you want to talk about, let me know. goes a long way. makes my life easier, especially if I know people want to hear about something. makes me knowing to make an episode on that uh, a lot easier. Uh, so if I miss something, shoot me a DM on Twitter. Let me know in the comments. I try to read every single one of those. Sometimes I miss it. If I miss it, send me another. Uh, sorry. Uh, I will do what I can. Uh, but that will do it for today. Uh, if you are sticking around till tomorrow, honestly, hand up. I'm supposed to tease tomorrow's episode. I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet. So mystery episode, strap in. I think it'll be some fun. My everydayers, I appreciate you. Thank you for doing it. But until then, I'm Owen Valentine. Thank you for listening today. Uh, be kind. Make somebody smile today. Do something nice for somebody uh, and have a great day. I will catch you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.